This is a diet of Brussels. Why do we only have uh, two options, a yes and a no? I ask this question really as a, as a way into a broader issue that I've touched on at different points in, in other episodes, which is that when we talk about European integration, we often talk as though there are only two possibilities, that you're either for it or you're against it. And what's clear is that that's uh, patently not true. Let's think about both sides. If you're for it, then what does that mean? Does it mean you like it as it is? Uh, in which case you're not going to get that option come the referendum because you're going to be offered a reform package or withdrawal from membership. Or do you want to see some changes? And probably, uh, because I've yet to meet anyone who thinks the EU is uh, just right as it is, uh, you're going to want something to, to be different. Uh, but what is it you want to be different? Is it something big? Is it something small? Uh, is it about uh, having more integration, less integration, different kind of integration? Uh, all of these things are, are very uh, nebulous. And equally, uh, on the no side, what does it mean to be against uh, integration? Does it mean you don't want to be part of it at all? Is it that you want some kind of uh, profoundly reformed relationship? Is it that you just want some minor tinkerings? Is it that you want something... Uh, really very esoteric uh, to be changed. These questions matter because uh, the nature of a referendum is very uh, divisive in the sense that you only have two uh, choices, yes or no. And as we saw in a Scottish referendum uh, last year, uh, yes might mean something to one person and something else to uh, another person, just as no does. So a referendum is an opportunity for a debate, and that's the reason why uh, I'm doing these podcasts. But it's also uh, only a staging post in the debate. That Whatever the outcome, we will have to have further discussions uh, about what uh, that relationship should be. And this has uh, always been the conceptual difficulty that I personally have had with uh, a referenda, is that they give the illusion of uh, a decision uh, of decisive uh, conclusions. Whereas in fact, actually, it's very tentative and conditional. And if you want an illustration of that in a more narrow context, think back to 1975 when we last had a referendum on uh, membership of the EEC. You know, that didn't uh, put things to bed for more than a few years. Um, and really just raised as many questions as it resolved. So if we want to think about what's going on here, we need to think a little bit about uh, disentangling what we uh, individually uh, might want and how that fits in with the options that we've been offered. And offer this really is uh, a thought for those who will be in a position to vote in the referendum. Assuming that David Cameron comes back with some kinds of package, uh, you then have to make a decision about whether you think that's uh, acceptable or unacceptable. Now, uh, without wishing to put uh, thoughts into your head, uh, my guess is that you probably already have a view about whether you would vote yes or no. And the package that Cameron is likely to come back with is not very likely to make much difference. Just as a thought experiment, think for a minute. What's your answer to the question about whether the UK should remain a member? Okay, you've got that in your head. Now, what would it take for somebody to come back and change your mind about that? 
probably it's something quite substantial. It's about stopping free movement or it's about uh, removing some fundamental uh, aspect of what there is or adding some fundamental uh, aspect. You know, likely it's going to be big change. You know, being told that uh, the UK doesn't have to implement uh, this directive or that directive is more than likely not going to sway your mind. The attitudes that you built up, the impressions that you built up about the EU and the UK's role therein uh, have come up over many years. And so the, the actual process of renegotiation at one level is uh, not really very substantive, it's more symbolic. And again, this is something we might think about as we reflect on the process that's been going on so far. You've not heard very much about it, uh, partly because there's not much to talk about, but partly because there isn't much substance to it. And uh, in terms of the uh, narrow campaign as we reach the uh, deadline, the actual date of it, I think at that point you'll see more happening. But it will also remind you that uh, you're going to have to make a decision uh, between two things that might not be uh, what you precisely want. So, something to think about in the coming months.